Welcome to the Project Fitness Podcast for fitness professionals and fitness enthusiasts who want to be better at life. Fitness is the greatest investment of anyone's life. However, it's not easily obtained, and anyone who says different is just plain wrong. Join award-winning personal trainer and strength conditioning coach Chris Fudge every Monday as he explores all aspects of fitness that can lead you to your optimal health. I'm very happy to announce the extension of our podcast sponsorship, the Ready State Virtual Mobility Coach. Dr. Sturette is a movement and mobility coach for players in the NFL, MLB, NHL, and NBA, plus a doctor of physical therapy. Kelly has created a program called Virtual Mobility Coach. And if you haven't tried this, you got it. It's so simple. Every day, Virtual Mobility Coach gives you the guided videos and walks you through it step by step using Kelly's proven techniques to relieve pain, improve range of motion, and improve performance. Since coming on board as a sponsor, I've had a lot of listeners, including my own clients, my own athletes, who have been using these protocols on a daily basis, and we have seen an increase in recovery from training session to training session. What does that let me do as a coach? It lets me train them a little harder. It lets me push them a little bit harder. So you got to try it. It's completely free for two weeks. If you decide to continue, you can get an additional 10% off for life. You just have to use the promo code PROJECT10. Again, the promo code is PROJECT10 to use the Ready State Virtual Mobility Coach a sponsor of the Project Fitness Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Project Fitness Podcast, 10-Minute How-Tos, and today I'm going to teach you in 10 minutes or less how to use bar speed singles in your training. Bar speed singles, also known as BSS, is it's a system I kind of came up with over time utilizing velocity-based training protocols and then just using it for myself and my own coaching. So I've used different apparatuses over time to test the speed of a bar moving, you know, for my sport, powerlifting. So squat, bench, and dead. I've used different devices that attach to the bar, devices that attach to my arm, devices that you can use for, from an app perspective. And what they'll do is they'll tell you how fast is the bar moving. Then they'll take that number and they'll put it as data and compare it to, you know, what is ideal, what is optimal, what is too much, what is too little, um, it, and then it starts messing with your mind or it starts helping your mind and letting you know if you are, you're, you're on, you're on track to PR today, or you're not recovered from your previous training, uh, workout session and maybe you need to back off a little bit. I think it's so important to be able to do that. And the first person I heard of that was the sprint coach, Charlie Francis. Charlie Francis was Ben Johnson's, um, uh, sprint coach. And his big thing was people come in, they'd be doing their warmups and they would do their hundred or the 200 and he would time them. And if they were slower than he wanted them to be on that day, he would send them home. He would say, your nervous system is not recovered from our previous training session and you need to go home because it's all about the nervous system. I thought that was very intriguing. And it made me think right away about powerlifting, about weight training, about barbells. Because coaching a lot of people, I would start to notice some similar things. I might have a program written for someone that's supposed to come in, supposed to do um, six sets of triples at 82.5%. And I would see them do their first set at 82.5%. And it moved slower than it normally did. And I'd say, okay, well, maybe we just need to get warmed up a little bit more. Then watch them go again. And again, it was slow. Then I'd start poking and asking questions and probing and saying, what's going on? How was your sleep last night? Did you eat anything? What's going on? Does your girlfriend love you? Does your boyfriend hate you? What's going on? Your dog bite you, your dog die. And, and sometimes I would, I would come up and figure out, oh, they're not recovered based on some of this information. So then what I would do is I would just modify the weight of the day. So it moved to the speed I wanted it to, the speed that I knew it was supposed to move at. Now, 
BSS does stand for bar speed single. And I will utilize it in my own training and other people's training to have them work up to a single of the day. And the single of the day needs to move at a good amount of speed without any technique breakdown and without any grinding. What that does is it allows the body to be exposed to a heavy enough weight to cause an adaptation, but not too heavy that would lead to breakdown of technique or would affect the following training session. This is individualized, and this is identified by my eye as a coach for who I look at. But if you're listening to this and you want to do this in your own training, your speed will always be compared to your speed. The sport of powerlifting has a lot of slow-ass lifters. There's a lot of slow lifters. Technically, we shouldn't be called power lifters because we move heavy weights slowly. Weightlifters should be called power lifters because they move weights fast. And once their speed slows down a little bit, the chances of them being successful at that lift, the snatch or the clean jerk is gonna be significantly reduced. But power lifters, they can grind. We can lift heavy weights slowly. So I think it makes more sense to call power lifters weight lifters and weight lifters power lifters, but that's just me, slightly off topic. Coming back around to BSS and bar speed singles. So the BSS again stands for bar speed single. And what I would do is I would program it for someone when I want them to be exposed to a heavy single, something that will challenge the nervous system, but not over challenge them, and then allow them to still have some back off work to be done. I find this works pretty good by not giving a percentile to someone, explaining those parameters. You're going to warm up and then you're going to keep doing singles until the bar speed starts to slow down. Now, everyone is going to move an empty bar fast. So it's not comparative to the empty bar. It has to be comparative to a specific weight. And that weight should be above 70% of someone's max. So they're warming up. For someone who say squats 100 kilos, this could look like empty bar for five. This could look like um, um, uh, 45 kilos for five, 60 kilos for four, uh, 70 kilos for one, 75 kilos for one, 80 kilos for one. Let's say that 80 kilos was slower than that 75 kilos. And it was enough to look at with the naked eye and say that was slower. You could say, okay, that's the bar speed single for the day. Then you would do your back off work from there, whatever's prescribed. So sometimes I can have prescribed amounts, whether the bar speed single is X or what, and just say, you know, like back off three sets of four at X, or I can do percentile drops where I might say work up to a bar speed single reduce by seven and a half percent and let's do three triples. Or I might say reduce by 12 and a half percent, let's do some fours. I might say reduce by 20% and do two sets of five, something along those lines. Obviously with the larger percent drop, the more reps can be done in the following sets. The bar speed single will always humble you because it will let you know if you've gone above and beyond where the bar speed will slow down enough to be a grind, which will then affect your following workout. Not always, but most of the time. In my experience, I have found that this form of programming is, is difficult in the beginning, but so beneficial long-term. Let me explain why. In the beginning, I'll explain to someone, this is what we're gonna do. If I'm doing online coaching, it's in the program, I might shoot a quick video and say, here's an example, this way you should look for blah, blah, blah. Most of the time people will overshoot right off the bat and they'll lift beyond it. And I'll say, hey, Take a look at that last one and then take a look at the video before that and compare the two. What do you notice? They'll say things like, 
oh, it's a little bit slower. And I'll say, yeah, it's it, it slower. It's a good amount slower. Then I might point out any technical changes. See your elbow? Your elbow's moving all over the place. It wasn't doing that on the previous one. See how you cock your head up, try to create a little bit more momentum? You didn't do that on the other one. See how that knee collapses a little bit inward? You didn't do that on the other one. So your technique started to break down once we've exceeded what we should have for that day. So then you say, oh, okay. So now they're like, okay, my technique has to be perfect. And the bar speed has to move at a good speed. Not the bar speed slows down just a little bit and my form is off by a lot of it. So all of a sudden the athlete understands what is the expectation. Over time, they start to realize, oh, okay. So if I move this weight perfectly, my technique's on, there's no grinding, speed is good. I can add more weight. Their focus changes. Their mindset changes. Possibly the day before actions they're going to do changes. They might purposely go to bed early. They might eat all their food. They might reduce any emotional stresses in their life because they might have the chance to hit a new PR the next day. And that is also one of the big bonuses of using a BSS in your programming. If everything's going well, your nervous system is tuned. The moon is aligned. Everything that should happen has happened. You could hit a PR. You could use the BSS system the following week. You could hit another BR, PR. You could use it the following and hit another PR. I found that when the technique is crisp and the speed is good, you can utilize it on a regular basis, week after week after week after week. When you need to start pulling back on it is when someone is not understanding the process. They're grinding too much. They're overshooting. Their technique is breaking down. That's when it might not be beneficial for someone. When I see that happen on a regular basis, I will then change the BSS to a BSD. A BSD is a bar speed double or bar speed triple, where you can use the same concepts. It'll force someone to use lighter weight and practice more of what is the bar speed, what is the technique component. I've been coaching people in exercise since 2004. I've been getting paid for it. This is different. I know a lot of people say, well, I've been... I've been coaching and training people for 20 plus years. Hey, how long have you getting paid? If you're just in the gym telling your buddy, you know, tuck your elbows on your bench press, sorry, that doesn't count. Until someone's been paying you and you've been making a living out of it, paying your bills, that doesn't count. So I've been doing this since 2004. And one of the things that I've noticed early on is that when you exceed bar speed singles, when you exceed technique ability, the body breaks down. It may not break down right then and there, or may cause an injury, but it's going to affect your next training session, possibly multiple training sessions. Then when you layer on doing that again and again and again, that's where injuries occur. That's where compensation patterns occur. And a lot of times when I start working with someone new for the first time, I'm drilling them on technique and why technique is so important. So they can become a better lifter. They can lift more weight long-term because they're not always fighting injuries. And unfortunately, not everybody likes that about me. But it is, it is my philosophy. I learned early on that technique matters and form matters. And I try to hammer that. And I found using a BSS is a phenomenal system to do that. So again, just to reiterate today's top 10, how to do, use a BSS bar speed single. You, you pick a weight that you're allowed to do for singles. And you keep increasing the weight until the bar speed starts to slow down more than the previous one. Should be above 70% of your max. So it's not going to be moving at the speed of air. It is also a weight that you can control with perfect technique. 
It will also adjust for under recovery because some days your bar speed single will be slower and that can also bring to light what have you been doing in the previous 24, 48, 72 hours, which can then change things you do outside the gym so you can have better progress inside the gym. The BSS is also very positive in coaching and programming because it allows you to stimulate the nervous system optimally, not too much if you don't overshoot and not too little if you don't undershoot. And that could then also lead to larger gains in progressive strength just from the exposure to the nervous system alone. Also keeps you safe because if you follow the guidelines of the technique is more important than just the speed of the movement, your chances of being successful are going to be increased dramatically. So that is the BSS Bar Speed Single Protocol on today's top 10 how-tos. Never stop learning because life never stops teaching. If you've learned at least one thing from this podcast and your mission is to help other people, please share this podcast with them. And a reminder, we will be releasing one episode every Monday for the entire year. So make sure to hit subscribe so you get the updated information as soon as possible. Today is the first day of the rest of your life. And thank you so much for allowing me to be part of it.